Hello. Hello, football fanatics. <laughs> we ready to go? We ready. Uh, headset just came unplugged. I can still hear you. You good. You good. Yeah. We're good to go now. All right. So, first up is talent. So, with no Thursday night football and replacement for Tuesday night football, we are going to do our usual Tuesday episode. Rash now. <laughs> and then we'll do our usual predictions. Uh, Friday, probably. Tomorrow. Yeah, probably. tomorrow. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. We need some feedback from the fans to see if we even need to keep doing the predictors. Because I don't know. It's not really gaining us any viewers. I like the predictors. That's fun. Maybe we should just talk about football instead. I don't know. I like the predictors because in some aspects we're spot on and other ones we're just like completely surprised. Maybe we could like really separate our episodes, like differentiate between the predictors and like regular football talk. Like we should like promise half our episodes be just plain football talk and the other half are like stats and like. Yeah, that would probably be like what a... Post game review of just talking about how a yeah. player performed like Tuesday like we night. We have yeah. done, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've done it. We just haven't been consistent with it. Well, not every Thursday night game is good. And now, yeah, and now I work schedule, early. I yeah. work early as balls on Friday now. Yeah, the way your schedule works, like we would totally do it, but like it just doesn't work out for us. So, well, you try waking up at two in the morning. <laughs> I used to. I used yeah, to. Yeah, so it. you know how miserable it is. Sometimes. I know. Yeah. Sun's still out. You're in bed like melatonin Benadryl. Ooh. Yeah, it's brutal, man. I know. I did the night shift. I did the weird stuff. Like I, I don't need that <laughs> ever again, bro. I um, I I definitely understand what you're going through for sure. But um, um money good though. Yeah, the money's better. <laughs> That's the only thing about it. Um, all right. Let's see here. So. Let, let me start this off by saying um, we're going to do our predictors, right? So, like, we're going to go through and we're going to, like, see how we did. But then we're going to do our dogs of the week. And then we're going to do our power rankings. But a sidebar, I just want to throw some commentary out there to start the episode before we actually get into things. And I have two sidebars, okay? My one sidebar has to do with the specific running back. And the other sidebar has to do with a specific quarterback. Okay. So my first sidebar has to do with a man. I don't like him. I actually despise him. His name's Le'Veon Bell. Um, he became a free agent Tuesday. That hasn't happened. Like since our last episode, this has happened. This is news to, to us as far as like being on the show. Talking. Well, they cut him. What they cut him. They Wednesday. They cut, yeah. did they cut him Wednesday? It might've been. I thought it was during the game Tuesday. It might've been. But because they, it was a big deal, they stopped the game. They're like, "Oh my God, Le'Veon Bell just got cut from." The- um, you're really surprised. I mean, like, it's, no. it's, it's more of a surprise no. that they didn't fire Adam Gase in the middle of Tuesday Night Football. To be honest with you, so, so they're not firing Gase because they know there's not a team there to work with, and they're letting that team try to build up, and they think Gase is still their guy. Um, the reason why they cut Bell is because they know he's not their guy. And they should have known that to begin with. Mm-hmm. Their biggest mistake with Le'Veon Bell was paying the man and signing the man. It wasn't cutting the man because by cutting the man, they just made their team actually better. 
by cutting the man. In my opinion, getting rid of him, getting rid of that cancer in the locker room, same situation as like a team getting rid of Antonio Brown, Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas. Yeah. They're all in the same bag. When you get rid of a player like that, your team will be better off. You might think he's a great player, but it's all about him. At the end of the day, he will not be happy unless he is the number one. He cannot be satisfied like, could you unless imagine? the team is winning and everything is perfect. Could you imagine if Bell only got 12 touches in a game, how big of a hissy fit he would throw? That's my point. No team out there right now can afford to take this dude on because he's going to want money. Without him not seriously eating a, lot of money, a big-ass like, piece of humble pie. And, yeah, that's the thing. Like, but he won't. It has to be a coach that's got to humble him, and I think Andy Reid might be the only one nah, that Nah, nah, he, he still won't humble up. It's just like, I don't know what it was with that. What, what year was it? Where... Dude, look what Andy Reid did to Tyron Matthew. Dude, the Honey Badger's been great all time, and he's still dude, doing great. I'm, dude, when he was with the Cardinals, he was out. He was out there a little bit still. Yeah. When he got to Kansas City, Andy Reid toned him down, and he became one of the great defensive backs. Well, he finally got a – well, I mean, like uh, – he, He's got his the discipline. Hun, the Honey Badger was – I don't know. Like, I don't see it. There's just something wrong with that age of the Steelers. Uh, key players with Antonio Bell. You, dude, you th- okay? Honestly, now I'm gonna take back what I just said about Andy Reid because you think Mike Tomlin would have been able to do exactly. it exactly. If anyone could have done, exactly. done it, Mike Tomlin could have done yeah. it. Mike Tomlin didn't do it. So Mike no Tomlin seemed like him. the dude. If you're watching tape and you like call him out, and he's like, "Fuck you, man!" And he's like, All right, <laughs> "Let's meet out back. I'll whoop your ass right now." Mike Tomlin yeah. seems like that kind of coach. Like, I right, yeah, he does. All right, you want to challenge me? I'll go out back right now. I'll whip yeah. that ass up and down the street. <laughs> Go pick your own hicker switch. Oh, Mike Tomlin's great, dude. Yeah, there's a reason why he's like the longest tenured head coach besides Bill Belichick. Yeah, there's definitely a reason behind it. He is a he's definitely a champion. Though the team's up and downs, they know it hasn't been his fault ever because he has definitely got the the championship mentality. The only thing that could like screw him over is he's a defensive-minded head coach. And the league is going towards so much off. No, that works offense. for Pittsburgh. Yeah, that it, it does for that mentality. Yeah, for the Pittsburgh. Culture. Speaking of which, speaking of which, can we just take some time to appreciate the fact that the Steelers are finally like proving themselves that over and over again that they are the number one defense and it's not the Colts? Because look at what the Browns just did to the Colts. <laughs> Well, let's see what y'all do against the Browns. Everyone says, like, oh. Yeah, the, the, the Browns' the offense Steelers, is legit, the, dude. The Steelers have played nobody good, and yet they keep uh, – they let crappy teams stay in the game. Like, uh, the Philadelphia was the worst ex- – was the best example of that in my mind. Y'all, and Houston. That, y'all should have been the massacre of the week, the Philadelphia Steelers. Houston should have been a massacre, but then Houston came back and showed they're not that bad. It's just Bill O'Brien. Yeah, was the problem. Yeah, well, Bill Bryan is a GM. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his personnel decisions. Now, what I've heard lately is that David Johnson is up for trade. They might be trading him. So all of that would have been for nothing. For what? A wide receiver? I don't know what they trade him for. I just heard that he's his name's on the trade block right now. So it's all up in the air right now. Does the team really want to take a chance with David Johnson? I mean, what team would even want David Johnson? They can get a first round. Arizona pick would somebody. Arizona want him back? No, 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 no. Because Kenyon Drake's terrible. Uh, Kenyon Drake, Ken, Kenyon Drake doesn't even fit their offense anymore. Does he not? No, dude. He was so good last year, and this year he's been a bomb. They're not even going to keep him. 
He's on a, tra- on a transition tag right now. He's not going to sign, resign with That's that. probably why he's playing like that, because they tagged him. They didn't sign him. He should be playing better then. Um, <clears throat> if I don't see what, – what are the three teams? Miami, Kansas City, and what for Bell? Buffalo. Buffalo would not work. I know that. I, he would not get along uh, with Diggs and Allen. He would not get along with Diggs. Now I don't no, think he'd I, get along with Mahomes and Edwards Hilaire. He'd be he'd be throwing punches at Clyde Edwards Hilaire because Edwards Hilaire would be the feature back. Yeah, that's that's all Bell would be would be the power back in the red zone. That's all he would be. Yeah, that's all he would be. And at least in in Buffalo, like they got young running backs, but they would use Bell. Like they he would be the starter. Yeah, exactly. I believe that. That's what. And same with Miami, he would be the starter, and Gaskin would move to Creator's role and be the second string with back. That New England's subculture. What, um, Miami? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Dude, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying, dude, is like, but he would be the feature back and Gaskin would just tail off. Like I mean, the like, 23 year old Gaskin that they should be utilizing is going to you tail You think off. there's a chance maybe the Broncos would reach out to him with, uh, Gordon getting that DUI? They got Lindsay. Truth. And Royce Freeman. That's what they were rolling with before. You know what I was thinking? Three, when they had Lindsay as a thousand yard rusher. I was thinking, why doesn't New York try to go for him? The, the Giants, because they have Devontae Freeman now, and they have Wayne Gallman. And but Devontae Freeman Lewis. isn't the isn't a feature back. He's a running back. They're back making up. him a feature back until he gets hurt. They're so bad. Yeah. They're so bad, dude. They know they, they they're not going to win. Bell's not happy when he loses. He's not going to go to a team that's losing. He wants so to then, go to a team that he has a chance. The only to make place the that fits is Kansas City. Or maybe the Titans. He could be Derrick Henry's backup, so Derrick Henry could oh, be fresh. Oh, he's not going to fit well with Henry either. No, I nah. like I like Evans. I like their number two. <laughs> I like. I think it's Evans. Who's that? All- yeah, wasn't Evans a dude that ran without his helmet that one game? I think so. Yeah, that was. That <laughs> I think a helmet came off in the Tennessee game Tuesday night. Also, it did. And and uh, Sheldon Richardson lost his helmet in the Browns game. But what's up? What's up, Tennessee, and just knocking helmets off? <laughs> Dude. That's a physical football team. Speaking yeah, of which, you sure. want to speak on that game? Um, a little bit of Josh Allen review? Yeah, before we actually get into our predictors, let, let's talk about some Josh Allen. Because here's what I saw in that game, Cody. And I, I mentioned it to you before we did this episode, like the other day. Yeah. What I saw with Josh Allen, and, and it really, really upset me. Josh Allen is not the quarterback I thought he was. And Josh Allen will never be the quarterback I thought he was. Everything that I've said praising Josh Allen to this point, can I please take back? Will you please let me take it back? Everyone just forgive me for my sins. Josh (laughs) Allen is a heaping pile of dog shit. Josh Allen is the type of quarterback that plays for a team that he's such an arrogant piece of shit that he only cares and only plays and only tries when his team is up in the game and he can put on points and just keep adding to the point total and keep, uh, you know, buffing the lead and buffing his stats and just pouring it on on teams. That's the only time that Josh Allen looks like a legitimate quarterback. When Josh Allen's team gets down in a football game, when they're playing a team that's just as good or better than they are, Josh Allen and his offense give up. They play with no urgency. They play with no just just – Urgency is the only word I can think of. No urgency. They don't 
speed up to the line of scrimmage and try to score quickly and get the ball back and come back in the game. When they're down two scores, they take their time. They let the play clock go down to zero with 10 minutes left. They just just milk their way down five-yard dink and dunk passes down the field because he's a pussy and he doesn't want to throw it down the field even though he has Stephon Diggs. That's the only only dude who would actually connect with him that I saw from the highlights was Diggs. That's the only dude he could actually throw to uh, because Diggs would mesh with anyone. Diggs would mesh with Kirk Cousins. And I let it fool my eyes. Do you see how many great throws they gave Kirk Cousins credit for when Stefan Diggs was on the yep. Vikings? The same thing is happening with Josh Allen. Cole Beasley's always open. John Brown is a burner. He has great weapons. That's why he looks so, good because he's got <clears> some weapons. He is a system quarterback. He is a system quarterback. I'll give you it. I, I, I give in to Cody. Everything Cody's been saying, I tried to get Cody on the Josh Allen wagon. I tried to I tried to bring him to the dark side, but it turns out I was wrong. And it just took Josh Allen playing a team that was even injured. Tennessee Dude, that, just, that game just shows players. how legit Tennessee is. Like, yeah, that's oh true too. And, and that game does show Tennessee, how legit Tennessee. Tennessee, Kansas Tennessee City can do it is again, dude. They can do game. it again. Oh. They can do it again, dude. You know how far they went oh, last yeah. year. People thought that was a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. They're that good. They're that good. Vrabel is one of my favorite coaches in the NFL, he, dude. Yeah. And Tannehill for that offense is a beautiful yeah. thing to watch, dude. It's actually it's really, amazing. really good to see that kid finally get a proper break. Like, you kind of yeah. rooted for him when he was in Miami. Yeah. But now that he went to Tennessee. Yeah. But everyone just was done with him. Then he went to Tennessee. It, yeah. Like, it's the greatest comeback story of the NFL dude, in the past it really five is. years. Yeah. It really, really is. Ryan Tannehill with Tennessee. Since, uh, dude, Carson Palmer. Resurgence in yeah, Arizona. Besides, yeah. In Arizona, yeah. yeah, dude, I love yeah, that, that was too. Great. Like, that was that was a little longer ago. Though. Yeah, that so was like, like we haven't had a true yeah. resurgence since then, and now we're seeing the Tannehill resurgence. It's beautiful. Yeah, that is, it is until the. It's like kind of the equivalent to that back then. It's actually kind of the equivalent. Well, I don't to know. That. It's because Carson had his time in Oakland in between, like yeah. the garbage franchise, which with the Bengals. Yeah, where Tannehill's yeah. coming straight from garbage to Tennessee. Yeah, that's true. Oh, but then again, yeah. that is until the Matt Ryan resurgence when he gets traded to San Fran for a first and third round pick. San Fran really starting to look like they need a quarterback. And dude, do you know how much fun Matt Ryan would have Shanahan? with uh, Raheem oh, Mostert yeah. and Shanahan kill. and Brandon and Ayuk? Oh my god, you can kill how much Matt and, Ryan would yeah, dude, and Debo Samuel, dude. Oh yeah, dude, he'd that's love it. Not, there. I wouldn't even be mad. I just like let him go with Shanahan, get his ring. Like, but I don't know. San Fran, Tennessee would be a great Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, I would love that. I, I feel like Tennessee would knock off Shanahan again. I feel, <laughs> oh like, I feel like Tennessee could beat Kansas City easier than they could beat Baltimore. To be honest with you. Um, why is that? Do you think because they play against Mahomes better than they would play against Lamar, or do you think of the just defense? like the way Kansas the City Kansas City doesn't start off strong, and it's all about keeping Mahomes off the field. It's kind of yeah. like that with no, it's not it's not like that with Baltimore. Baltimore, you get them in a two-score deficit and then you really really grind. With Mahomes, Kansas City is the equivalent to Seattle in the NFC except Seattle doesn't but have who's any the Packers. Cuz uh, Packers might be number 1 in our power rankings this week since KC lost to I would actually say the Packers They're the most complete most team like they're uh 
quarterback sack ratio is ridiculous. That's why I'm saying Tennessee. I'm saying Tennessee is the most complete team in the AFC and the Packers are the most complete team in the NFC. Whereas um, KC, they have a certain way they like to do business and they have some tendencies and they have some things that, that, that are too, too, they, that, that they've yeah, things that are like too, that like, game cautious really about that they, them. All you gotta have is have exactly. They can be just, exposed. They have those weaknesses. Exactly. I, they have those I holes in their game. Same as Seattle. I don't understand how Oakland got that many pass deflections. Like, I do not understand how they played that good of a defense. Like, the Raiders? Yeah, Dude, the Raiders have that though. The Raiders have that it. They have that it, dude. They it's just it's just you catch them on a bad day sometimes. But the, when the Raiders are are showing yeah. up, dude, the Raiders are as legit as they yeah. come, dude. They're as legit as they come, dude. And and we had them at fourteen on our power rankings um, as of last week. Honestly, the they might have to be a top uh, ten so team. No, they might have to be a top ten team. Who's up there? Yeah, but I'm saying like who they play next week because this I, was I a know. game that was circled on their schedule from the start. And I just want to say something: um, this John Gruden Andy Reid rivalry is great. It's going to be it's beautiful. Great for the NFL. Yeah. Like, oh, Raiders have a bye. Yeah, I know they have. Yeah, after okay, so they're going to come in rested against who? In week uh, prime time against Tampa Bay <laughs> Sunday night football. Sunday night football. <laughs> 820 Sunday night. Oh, that's gonna be a great game week seven. Next two in a row. They got the Packers this week and then the Raiders on Sunday night. Oh, yeah, they do have the Packers and the Raiders. Oh my god, that's so that's horrible news for us as far as as far as anti Saints fans. But dude, the Packers might stay undefeated as long of the longest there because they're playing the Bucks and then guess who they get to play? The Texans. Uh, Okay. And then the Vikings, that might be their biggest fight because then they get to play the yeah. Niners. Obviously, beat the Niners. Then they're definitely going to beat Jacksonville. Then they're definitely going to beat the Colts, dude. The, the, the Packers are going to go on a tear. The Minnesota game. Then they play Chicago. A divisional game, and they know each other. Dude, that's the only thing. The yeah. divisional games are the only things the Packers have Except competition Detroit. in. Except the Detroit divisional game. Because then they get to play the Eagles, dude. All these games are so easy for the Packers. The Lions, that's a divisional game. Like, literally, all their non-divisional games. Panthers, dude, they're so easy. Yeah. The Packers got a break on their schedule sure, this sure. year, dude. They could go 16-0. Yeah, they already did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They could go 16-0, and literally. They could. I, I say 14-2. and That'd be my prediction because I think they'll lose a couple yeah. of divisional games. Between the Bears, you the know, Bears the and the Vikings, yeah, yeah. They'll have their number. Yeah. But the Vikings get hot, dude. The only thing is, if if Madison has to step in for Dalvin for a few weeks with that groin injury, dude, what's up with groin injuries? It's COVID, no preseason, no OTAs. Everyone's <sighs> sick is weak. <laughs> <laughs> they spent too much time in COVID quarantine. Fucking. Oh my god, dude! So how are the Falcons going to play against the Vikings without um Dalvin if they even get to play that? I game? don't think they're going to. I think that game's going to get canceled. Be honest with you, because Marlon Davidson so. went into COVID IR a day or two ago, and then all of a sudden now you have four positive tests. No, not officially positive, but yeah, come on, what? It's gonna mess up my fantasy team really bad because I rely on Falcons. I, I went ahead and dropped all Falcons players from my lineups today. Uh, I got I got to go oh into one God. other and see about maybe dropping all Minnesota players. 
dude, I can't do that because the way mine's set up, if I drop them, they go on waivers for a whole week and I can't get them back. And then other guys have chances to get them back. It's the league you made with no bench that I have Minnesota players in too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, do you have anything else like uh, as far as so the Le'Veon Bell story? Let's let's hit that up one more time after I talk Matt oh, Trash like Josh Allen. Minutes, uh, um, so we're off the Josh Allen bandwagon and on the Hebert, uh, Herbert bandwagon, right? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Off the best Allen rookie in the, the draft, guaranteed. Hundred percent best rookie in the draft. He made that some crazy amazing. throws, some crazy good oh my decisions. God. I told you uh, the Chargers are legit. They just need to get healthy, dude. Wait next year. Wait oh, till next year. That division is going to be the best division in football. <laughs> that division is going to be the best division in football. you got Kansas City, the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos. If the Broncos get healthy, the Chargers get healthy, the Raiders stay young and good. And the charge, the Chiefs stay like they are, dude. This is going to be the best division in football, hardest division in football. Because it was supposed to be the NFC West this year, but San Fran's laying eggs. Yeah, but that that division should have three playoff teams easily. Um, if the if the Chargers weren't off to such a rocky start, man, but uh, I still think the Raiders will still lose. It's just maybe Anthony is the problem. Yeah, that prevent defense. Dude, they all their games have been like one score games every loss. They've in every game. Every game they're in against good teams. Chiefs. Saints aren't good, but Chiefs. I don't know, dude. Those slight routes are so annoying. Or just well, Sanders yeah. caught like what seven passes in a row? That's so cheesy, dude. Jeez. Yeah, dude, they're using him like they use Michael well, no, Not even, like, this is what the Saints have always done. I've, I've seen them. Like, that's what they always used to do is just attack against Atlanta back in the day in the Smitty days, like Brett Grime days. All they would do was yeah. literally just throw to the seam route, like, over and over and over and over, because they didn't have a run game back then. It was so annoying. So annoying. Just like, really, guys? Call something else. Really, it's uh, it's like when someone in Madden is just trolling with that uh George running back. Yeah, or if it's someone that calls the same play on her like no auto offense yeah. over and over and over again, and you can't stop it. Like, yeah, that's what it is. But um, yeah, that's literally like playing the Saints. Check down to Alvin Kamara every play, the whole way down the field. <laughs> Slant route, check down to Kamara. Slant route, check down to Kamara. Hand it to Kamara. Check down. Slant. I like yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. But um. All right. Well, uh, let's make one more prediction real quick. Let's predict where Le'Veon Bell is going <laughs> to sign, and then we'll go into you our predictions. You don't want to cover DK. I got Calvin's stats pulled up and DK stats pulled up, bro. Okay, we're going to intermission break, and then when we I, come think, back, I we're going to talk about Le'Veon Bell and we'll DK go ahead and predict where Bell's going to land and then cover DK and then go to intermission. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So predicting where Bell's going to land, I truly believe he's going to be a Miami Dolphin. That's the only place that really is truly lacking in running backs on his top three. Like, Kansas City has a running back. If they really want to preserve his snaps – uh, uh, Edward Solaire snaps and just use, but I don't, I don't, he wants his because they had a guy opt out, dude. Their main starter from last year opted out and they drafted Edward Solaire. They were gonna run two running backs to begin with, 
I mean, uh, yeah, Le'Veon Bell. He wants a ring. He'll take Le'Veon less to Bell play will for probably that. do like Jared McCoy last year and Kevin Durant did when he went to the Golden State Warriors. It'll probably go to Kansas City. Yeah. So your predictions, Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, that's the only one that makes sense. I think he'll go to Miami because he wants to go to Florida, and I think he just wants to play the Jets. Hmm. He, he might be petty like that. He very well might be that petty. I would not put it past him. Mm. He's a petty motherfucker. He gets into the bye week, and then they start him against the Jets next, like the week after. It's <laughs> oh, like uh, the Dolphins fan I was at work was saying, like, we got a good old line. They're just really young. I'm like, the, what? What are you going to use your draft picks on? It's like probably an Alabama wide receiver that two and knows and is familiar with. I'm like, that's <laughs> actually really smart. Yeah, him and Devontae Parker and then have Gusecki and yeah. I'm like, uh, he said that and I was like, none right. of the LSU wide receivers? Like, nah, because two is from Bama. I'm like, yeah. And Bama receivers yeah. are fucking golden, dude. SEC, if you want a, if you want a wide receiver, SEC is the way to go. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we're going to intermission break, and then when we come back, we will cover DK Metcalf. Is he Calvin Megatron Johnson, the new age, or not? <laughs> we're back. Thanks to insert Spotify sponsor here. Um, <laughs> so, we're talking DK Gangsta Metcalf. Money Metcalf. Money Metcalf. <laughs> Right, so, we know that's just this year. This Russell Wilson said he was the new Jerry Rice, and Russell Wilson wants to be Joe Montana. I uh, no, nah, DK does not have the route running Jerry Rice has. He was I just, doubt, I think it was metaphorical. <laughs> I doubt he has the. Uh, I doubt he has a route running capability to be Jerry Rice. I think it was metaphorical. So I made a little bit of a boo-boo. What? I pulled up DK's stats for this year. But let's look here at Calvin Johnson's 2007 stats. We're going to look at the combine, too. Uh, oh, okay. Pull up the combine. I'll pull up everything else. All right. So 93 targets in 2007, 48 receptions, 756 yards. Uh Receiving yards per reception is 15 for tutties. That's his rookie year. I'm not even going to go through their rushes, through their end of rounds and whatnot, because it's kind of, eh. Uh, 150 targets in his sophomore year in 2008. This is Calvin Johnson. 78 receptions, 1,331 yards with a 17.1 average with 12 tutties. Jesus, 52 first downs. 96 was his longest. 96-yard catch. Oh, my God. Oh, and then nine, he had like 137 targets for 67 receptions with 984 yards. 14.7 was his average, only five tutties. That's when they started to double-team him. Longest was 75 yards. Oof, oof, oof. 
played 15, 16, 14, 15. Yeah, okay, so these are legit seasons. Uh, he missed, looks like he missed a game, two games in uh, nine, in 09 and missed a game in 10. Uh, 137 targets, exact same as last year. 77 receptions, more completions. 1,120 yards with a 14.5 average. 12 tutties. Doubled his touchdowns. Over doubled his touchdowns. Same average. Hella more yards and more completions. I think he just connected more in the red zone that year. When did uh, Stafford get drafted? I don't know when Stafford got drafted. I'm not a Matt Stafford guy. (laughs) (laughs) Neither am I. Uh, 2,158 targets, 96, re- 96 receptions, 1,681 yards with a 17.5 average with 16 touchdowns. Oh, 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 next year it gets better in 2012. 204 targets, 122 receptions. And uh, 1,964. That's the year he almost broke 2,000 yards. He only had a 16-yard average, though, 16.1. And then he started to decline, 156 attempts, 84 receptions, 1,492 yards, 13, oh, uh, 128 targets, 71 catches, 1,000. He, dude, he... He went out the league when he's like, I ain't going to get 1,000 yards because in 2014, he had 1,077. In 2015, he had 1,214. And his averages were like 17, 15, 13. His touchdowns, other than the 12 in 2013, the 12 in 2010, like, mm, mm. So what's your thoughts on that? Um I mean he he was amazing. <laughs> but like I don't know if we have enough like stats on DK to really make the comparison as far as stats. I can't pull like, up I can't pull up last, I'd have to pull up last year's stats specifically and analyze them. I just want to know like their rookie years like how was like you know well Calvin Johnson's rookie years he only had 756 attempt uh, no, 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 756 yards which was his lowest yeah and 93 targets which was his lowest so when was Stafford drafted did you say uh, I have no idea I think it's 0809 something in there Okay. They probably didn't have a quarterback. That's probably. So let's look at DK here. Eight targets, four receptions, 95 yards. Six targets, four receptions, 92 yards. Eight targets, four receptions, 110 yards. Six targets, four receptions, 106 yards. 11 targets, six receptions for 93 yards. Uh, One tutty, one tutty, one tutty, no tutty, two tutties. Yeah, he averages a touchdown a game. He's going to get, like, freaking 16 this year. That's less than Calvin, though. Like, his second – well, I don't know. Calvin's second year in 2008, he got 12. But he averaged 16 in 2011. And that's that's literally a touchdown per game. So, yeah, maybe hmm. – and that that well that was the first year he played all six well no he played all six in games his sophomore year got twelve tutties, uh, two thousand 
2011 he played all 16 and 2012 he played all 16 it was uh 16 and five tutties but they okay. used him in rushing yards for 2007 8 9 10 11 on end of rounds and whatnot he had seven rushes attempts in 2009 for 73 yards 19 was his longest 10 was his average 13 was his average in uh 2007. Oh my god. For a rush attempt? Rush attempt, yeah. All right. So now let's look at Des Bryant. The other So the whole reason whole reason we're doing this guys is because um Calvin Johnson and uh DK Metcalf has have grown some comparisons lately because of the way DK's been playing. So we wanted to look at the stats. And I'm getting bored over here because I'm just listening to Cody read stats. So no, Cody, you're not reading Des Bryant because I didn't even get to read the combine <laughs> stats yet. I'm reading the combine stats and then we're getting off this topic because I really don't think that we have enough evidence to prove either way. So we need to wait 20 years until DK Metcalf is definitely done playing and not coming out of retirement, and then we can talk about this. <laughs> but it, um, um, it's a more passing league. Like Calvin had to go up for his passes. But, like yeah. with Calvin, you threw it like eight yards above his head, and he'd just go up and get it. Dude, the height Calvin was 77 inches tall. DK seventy five point three eight, so about an inch and a half shorter than Cal. Okay, what's their hand size okay. difference? Uh, they didn't measure those hands. Not on here. Oh. Well, they measured Calvin's, but not DK's. What's, what's um, Calvin's hand size? Nine seven nine point seven five. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Sucks he had bad knees. So weight two thirty nine for Calvin. 228 for DK, so only 11 pounds. BMI, just, just for reference, BMI for Calvin, 2902. DK, 2889. They're literally dead even. Like, it's crazy on measurables. Like, for their height, they're, like, dead even. So, let's look at their uh, their actual, like, um, like stats. Like, their, their runs and stuff. So, DK Metcalf in the 40-yard dash Oh my god, this is so ridiculously close. Is it? Yo, so why can't I get rid of this uh Donald J. Trump by president ad that's covering up DK's combine stores? Ooh. It's covering up the no. stats. I can't see the stats. You can't measure the DK, okay? The DK is the American <laughs> heart of everything, okay? Okay, found it. I got okay. it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, which one is this? Oh, Calvin. Calvin's 40 yard dash, 4.38. Oh, Jesus. DK, 4.33. Oh, my God. DK's, DK's a little bit shorter and faster. Okay. A little bit faster. 40 yard dash, uh, mile per hour. Calvin, 18.68 miles per hour. Oh, my God. DK, 18.89. Oh, my God. That's, that's, Dude, check this, though. 20-yard split, 2.56 for Calvin, 2.53 for DK. It's so close. 10-yard split. Um, Calvin, 1.54. DK, 1.48. That was the biggest spread, actually, out of all of them. 
Dude, they don't have any of Calvin's like vertical or anything. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Calvin's vertical. 42.5. DK, 40.5. Okay, okay. That's what Calvin always went up. That's why he had bad knees in the end. That's why he had to retire because his knees. Broad jump. Oh, my God, dude. 139 for Calvin. 134 for DK. They're right there, though. Dude. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. I heard a lot of Julio comparisons to DK without the route running, but I never heard them actually compare him to Calvin. I don't know why. All these things are so similar. Why did they not compare dude, him to Calvin? So... I don't know, but, like, it's really close, dude. That's really all the stuff they have, like, on on Calvin. DK, they have all this other stuff. They have, like, a 20-yard shuttle and three-cone drill, and, you know, he did That's because he had to do stuff. more because he was actually mm, – Projected to be a lower draft pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Shut up, pigs. <laughs> yeah, the pigs. Oh, my gosh. Wait, do they have this? Combine grade A for DK Metcalf. I, I can't argue with that. He got a 98 out of 100 on speed. <laughs> 94 out of 100 must on have size. A, 97 wait, out of 100 on strength. How tall is he? Six foot what? Uh, six. Well, how tall is Calvin? Six five. He that means he's six three. Yeah, so he's the same height as Julio. So he uh, six three and a half. He has a he, he's more. He's closer. He to has six a five four. yard stride. That that's the biggest thing. Like that's why they were comparing dude, to Julio. Dude, similar athletic profiles. Isaiah Simmons, linebacker. What? Andre Johnson, wide receiver. Okay. Chase Claypool, wide receiver. You dude. might have to wow. look up Andre Johnson's uh, combine. Dude, like. that's DK's comparisons are um for for like like recent Andre Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker for the Cardinals. Bro, that's awesome. Oh my gosh, yo, Calvin's size rating on the combine was ninety nine out of hundred, <laughs> ninety seven out of hundred. <laughs> Um, dude plays like Calvin. I don't know if he is Calvin though. Like dude, he plays, he plays so the same dope. routes and one-on-one uh, fights for the ball that Calvin did. But I don't think he is Calvin. I think he's he's a little bit something different. I think he's a little bit more like Andre Johnson and Julio. Do you know what the wide receiver success factors are? Nah, what's that is? Better than a 4.6 40-yard dash time. Better than a 120-inch broad jump. Taller than 5 foot 9 inches. <laughs> taller than 5'9"? I think that needs to be raised. That needs to be raised yeah. to 6 foot. Really? Taller than 5'9"? You... How many 5'9 receivers have we seen be complete bumps in the league? Texans. <clears throat> <laughs> But yeah, dude, they're very similar combine, dude. Like, that's pretty dope. Agreed. That's pretty dope. All right. So let's jump into the predictions. I think measurables, they're really close. And I think DK could have similar career. He is Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. So that's better quarterback than any quarterback I mean, like, that Calvin I think, had, I think he's so. more of Andre Johnson. Well, Andre Johnson could have been because he had, what, David Carr? Without the O-line? But he's got Russell Wilson, who has a scrambling <laughs> capability and just makes receivers great. Like, I think it's going to be what Andre Johnson could have been, honestly. Okay. 
That's actually really fair, dude. I don't think he's Calvin because Calvin just was so much taller and had uh, so much more of a vertical that he would just jump. You had, I'm telling you, dude, you had to throw that ball five to eight yards above Calvin's head <laughs> and he'd just go up, get yeah. it, and get his feet down. That's why his knees, that's yeah. why his knees went out, bro. All those catches, like all those upward catchers. Dude, he has such a vertical. Like for a six five guy, dude, his vertical is insane. Yeah. He's already six five. He could jump another five feet, man. Dude, he, Calvin Johnson would rape the league nowadays with how the passing rules have become. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. He was Megatron, dude. Like a little bit bigger than DK Metcalf, dude. Oh my god. Like who could you even like could you even take a guy in this in this league today and like compare him to Calvin? Like Evans is way too The slow, only one close technically is Julio. The only one close. And he's he, he's 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 not. He's closer to Metcalf in size. Yeah, he's the exact same. Five the, all the comparisons were were DK to Julio. It's like out of the you know DK draft, Metcalf, but, like, Julio Jones, and Andre Johnson. That's the class, like as far as measurables. Calvin was just a freak. But, but DK, he was right a there, freak though, that dude. was wasted. Same as Barry. Yeah, Detroit wastes yeah. the freaks. Yeah, like. They know how to draft them, though. It's because they always get a high-ass draft pick because they're garbage. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. Let's be realistic here. Barry was a uh, first-round high-ass selection, right? I'm not going to say he was one overall. Calvin, I think, was one overall, right? God, dude, that's something you'd have to look up also. I'm going to. Okay. We we need to back up your your... Whatever you're doing. <laughs> Dude, we need to do duds of the week. We need to start doing duds no, of the week. No, that's too much duds research. Of the game. Are you kidding me? No, duds of the game. How about every game we just name a dud? A guy that just Calvin sucked. Johnson was number two overall in 2007. Who was number one? Ooh, 2007 draft class. Okay. Was it Jamarcus Russell? <laughs> uh oh, that's the NBA. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell. Right, you're really? right. Really? <laughs> Jamarcus Russell, <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Joe Thomas, <laughs> and then a bunch. Whoa, hold up, hold up. You got Gaines Adams, Levy Brown, Laron Landry, then AP. Jam- Dude, hold on, hold on, hold on. AP. Yeah, he was seventh overall for Minnesota. No, wait, chill, 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 chill. So, Jam- <laughs> <laughs> how many Hall of Famers are in that draft class? Oh, that you're Marcus okay, okay. So, Jamal Anderson. Uh oh wait he he Super Bowl almost quarterback for Atlanta at eight at nine is Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah oh that's then some bum named uh Moby Kenobi Patrick Willis San Fran Patrick Willis Marshawn at number twelve 
Oh. Then Darrell Brevis at 14. I got skipped. Wow. The Seattle dude, Adam Harkler. Bum. Um, Lawrence Timmons, Justin Hurdle, Jarvis Moss, Timmons. Leon Hall, Michael Griffin, Aaron Ross, Reggie Nelson at 21. Wow. Okay. Uh, Brady Quinn, Dwayne Brown, uh, Bowie, Dwayne Bowie, <laughs> Brandon Merweather. Yeah. Merweather. Anthony Spencer, Robert Meacham, Joe Stanley. Oh. Ben Grubbs, Craig Davis, Greg Olson at 31 yeah. overall, and Anthony yeah. Gonzalez. So we got one. Yeah. Dude. How did I know it was Jamarcus Russell? I swear to God, I didn't look it up. I literally knew that. I don't know how. But, like, dude, the fact that Jamarcus Russell was picked ahead of all of those Hall of Famers. Dude, yeah, so I need off a good couple of Hall of Famers there. Yeah. Dude, a good couple and a good couple of decent NFL like players too. Even if they weren't all of favors, like they were definitely NFL caliber like playmakers. And Marcus Russell was the number one pick. Hey, they, they were stretching <laughs> for quarterback, trying. bro. They were reaching. They're reaching. They had to get a quarterback. That quarterback class yeah, was agreed. terrible. All the other positions agreed. were great, but like quarterback was terrible. Holy God. Someone's uh, like the 2018 okay. quarterback draft class. Oh, dude, but how would they think that Russell would ever be anything though? Like even with his college, because that was that was that was post like, uh, Vic, right? No, that was pre Vic. That no, was, was post Vic. So they were looking for the next Michael yeah. Vic. They were just like, oh, black quarterback, yeah. <laughs> Like to be honest with you, that's probably what the stereotype was. To be honest with you, like, oh, let's go, let's go with a black quarterback so we can have a Michael Vick on our team. Dude, Lawrence Timmons was a steal. So it was yeah, Greg Olson at the bottom, Olsen dude. The bottom, yeah. But Timmons, dude, he was a like, freaking playmaker for Pittsburgh. That's that's dude, that's about right. That's kind of a yeah, low key that's about steal right though. Too, like. Though. like dang, dude, if you put them in order, AP would probably be like probably like four or five it's close like, if you put them close. in order of what they should have been dude we could do that we could have segments where we go back and redraft draft oh classes. yeah That'd we're totally cool. skilled for that with our franchise re- uh franchise draft <laughs> yeah dude no we could totally do that like we could like especially during the off season when oh, we yeah. don't have football oh that's perfect that's do. perfect perfect i yeah. like that idea we could go back and, and redraft like, draft classes, uh, dude. March, April, May. We'll totally do that. We'll totally yeah, do that. That'd be so sick. Prepping up for draft day, dude. We could just redraft all the draft classes it. since like it. 2000. I love it. That'd be so it. sick, dude. All right, guys, stay tuned for that. I think we, we can go to break and come back and do our predictions. Our, uh, yeah, tally them up. Tally them up. Let's, let's, see, let's up. see how bad I win this week. <laughs> Yeah, because we're two and two right now, and I'm I'm destined to be two and three because that's the record of my <laughs> terrible fantasy team. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I listened, re-listened to our podcast, heard that desyncing issue is how I really learned. But at the time, I was like, let me listen to the predictions here after the week happened. I was like, let me let me see what happened. I'm like, holy shit, guys, I was really really close about the receivers' uh, bold prediction for Pittsburgh. Wrong receiver though. Wrong oh, receiver. Yeah, you, no, I, I, okay. I call. I call. Right. You said 
fuck? You even said four touchdowns, I think, didn't you? Did I you said, say four touchdowns? I, I think you called four touchdowns. I said three Oh, you I said, said three, three tutties for okay. Well, one was rushing, so that okay, doesn't okay, count. Okay. I said three tutties for Juju. It wasn't Juju, so we'll get to that in a minute. All right, we'll get to that. Have fun with this commercial break. Back. <laughs> Yo, I thought of during the intermission. I thought of another segment we could do during draft month. What's that? Is? <laughs> we could go back and we could like compare players to other players' combine stats, like we just did. Oh, that's beautiful! I love it. Like it's gonna give DK us so much good and, fun time. Yeah, give us and, such good fun time. Yeah, dude, yeah. we could totally. And and then during free agency, we can go back and like throw back to like some crazy free agency signings. Like, you know, like, on this day in history, like, this guy was signed for this much. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? And he was a bust. or he, Yeah, he won- exactly. What like, every do? time Dion gets, sold, gets signed, he's like, oh, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, surprise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. That, isn't that a great idea, though? That's a great idea. I love it. I love the ideas coming in week five, six. Week yeah. six now. Yeah. For us to be able to keep content going during the offseason. That's what yeah. I was worried about. I was like, what are we going to do in the offseason? We're like, going to come up with stuff. We're yeah. definitely going to come up with we're stuff. We can talk f- about the season and stuff, too. Like, you We're know? just going to fantasy draft and uh, <laughs> fantasy draft, pass draft. Mock draft, mock draft. Like, <laughs> pass, mock draft, pass draft. And New mock, mock draft. draft. Do, yeah. We can do a current mock draft. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then compare uh, combines to the new dudes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so let's dig in. What's the first game up? Bucks Bears. <clears throat> the spread one. was three for the Bucks. The Bears won by one, <laughs> and we wanted to pick the Bears. We did. We really did. But we were like, no, not with Nick Foles. But then Nick Foles beat Brady again. I said that. I said unless it was some type of like football gods bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It's, it's, it, it, that's <laughs> all it is. It's some football gods luck with Foles and Eli Manning against Brady. There's just something. Something with them. Something and, and your MVP was Brady. Um, he didn't he didn't know what fourth down was. <laughs> then he tried to play it off. He he's old. Off, he's old. Give him a break. Yo, the MVP of that game was Khalil Mack. The MVP of that game was Khalil Mack. Yeah. We should have called that. Yeah, we really should have called that. If we would have said Bears, I would have said Khalil Mack. So I wrote that in. Khalil Mack was MVP. In your safety, right. you called get a pick though? Uh, almost. Almost. Oh. The guy that got a pick was a quarter, not my safety. But he, he should have, dude. He almost got one. Like, almost. That would have changed the game a little bit. I think the Bucks would have won if he would have got that pick. But it was just a little too low. And it hit the ground right before it got to his hands. But if he would have picked that ball, they would have had the ball at, like, a 35-yard line going in. And that would have changed the whole game. So, that yeah. I could have been right on the MVP and the score if that would have happened. So, um... All right, so that one we got. Both got the spread wrong. 44.5 was the magic. It was 39. I said under. I got it. You didn't. Zero. Next up. Wait, what? I got what? You got it wrong because you said over on 44.5, and it was 39. Oh, but you I got it. Oh, you got one point out of that. Oh, yep. shit. Oh, yep. shit. Starting off in a uh, hole. Cabbage is starting off in a hole. Oh, dude, but... 
the next one we we did all right. Rams uh, favored by seven or more. Uh, we they won by twenty, so we got we got that one right. Yeah. Oh, I said Aaron Donald. I said Aaron Donald. Yes. Nice. Yes. I didn't even realize it. I said the tight end Gasecki, and he yeah. You said Higby, bro. Higby, yeah. Dude, I cannot believe I got Aaron Donald right. That's so sick. I mean, who would have thunk it? Yeah, Aaron Donald's a good pass rusher. What? What? I know. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Wait. Maybe you need to take Khalil Mack as a dog of the week, dude. What happened to what happened to to, to picking our, our our boys? Mack just destroyed uh, Brady's night. He had three sacks and one got bro, called back. Like I like I like Crosby destroying uh, yeah, that's my fair. home. But Mack gets an honorable mention at least. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd be honorable mentions. I got I got a couple. Okay, you got a couple, then we'll be I all right. I thought I did. Um, um, let's see. <laughs> so Donald was definitely MVP. Um, as far as the score, the spore, um, forty-seven was the magic. They only put up forty. Oh, I, I think I expected uh, New York to or uh, New York. <laughs> I compared them to New York, Washington. I think I expected them to do a little more, Same but division. they didn't. They're garbage. But you got it right. You said under. So now one, we're one. tied at two. One one. Yeah, we're well, we're tied at two in total, but after four picks. Um, so moving on, uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. We call that as massacre of the week, but it was not. I mean, it was still a nine point spread, and it was seven was the 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 pick. So we each got a point. So we both got it right. Magic number. What was that? I said under, right? Uh, magic number was. 44. We both said over, and it was definitely over. Okay. One team almost okay, scored so we're 44. Still, we're still we tied. both got two out of two. Yeah. yeah we're still both tied. That was tied. a good one. We both knew what was going to happen that game. Yeah. Well, MVPs. What's MVPs? Uh, I said James Conner. <laughs> <laughs> it was Claypool. It was Claypool. Yeah. Um, And you said Juju. But, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I knew it was going to be a wide receiver that went off against the Eagles. I knew it, but. Uh, I went for the top. You knew it was going to be a wide receiver, and you knew he was going to get a lot of touchdowns. If you knew you what I, if, if, if you knew what I felt on that game, you would have picked Claypool because you know that roster a lot better than I do. Dude, yeah, Claypool, dude. I told you he's a gem. He was a total gem. The, the Steelers just have an innate ability to draft great wide receivers. Like Antonio Brown was undrafted, right? No, he was a late round pick. Point proven though, late round. Yeah, pick. point proven. Yeah. They drafted him. Point proven. <laughs> <laughs> they found him out of Western Michigan, bro. Late round pick uh, and turned into the top wide receiver in the league before he got CTE. <laughs> All right, what's the next game? Oh boy, oh boy, Jags Texans. Jags Texans. Oh, um, I might have failed on this one. Who's wait? Your MVP was Will Fuller. I would say it was Brandon Cooks. Yeah, Cooks went off that game. Agreed. I would give it to Brandon Cooks. Who'd you say? I said David Johnson. He did have an 100 yard game for the first time. But it was Cooks, is the. It was Cooks. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in agreement it was Brandon Cooks. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Um, and then as far as the actual game goes, we failed miserably. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so the Houston Texans were favored by six. We both said under. They won by 16. And I should have known better because after week one, uh, week one Thursday night game, I was like, they're going to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars twice yeah, and yeah. the Indianapolis Colts once. They're a three-win team. I don't think we thought that through. I don't think we thought that through. No, nah, we, we, we went off our gut. We went off our gut. Yeah. Our gut. And then for the Magic, it's 54.5. It was only 44. But we both said under, so we actually both did get one point out of okay. that. Okay. Considering how bad of a game that was, I'm glad we got 50%. <laughs> that was a terrible game. I watched some highlights. That was, I mean, for David Johnson to run for 100 yards, you know you're doing something wrong, especially when he averaged yeah, six yards. Yeah, for real. I didn't expect them to let the run game get them like that. Like, Dude, David Johnson. Maybe their oh own line's just built for power run, and they're just garbage at pass defending. And they're like, oh, it'll work with uh, Wilson. You know, Wilson will scramble. And he'll make an immaculate pass. You can't make an immaculate pass if Hopkins isn't there, though. That's the fault. Okay. Um, and then and then this game, the next game, is Raiders Kansas. <laughs> we both called this one wrong on the spread, guaranteed. Magic number is gonna be the only thing we get right. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Nobody saw the Raiders doing this. But you said it was going to be a close game. Therefore, you actually got the point for the spread. <laughs> you said under 11. <laughs> you said under 11. <laughs> I said over. I said it was going to be a massacre. <laughs> we both went over on the uh, magic number. We both went over on yeah, the magic yeah. number. So we both at least, I at least got one point out of that. Like, But like, dang, dude. I, I don't know why. I thought I thought Mahomes was gonna outdo the heck out of Derek don't Carr. But... Doubt my Raiders, dude. I love their I love the Raiders, dude. Yeah, I don't yeah, got a problem dude. with the Raiders. I'm, like I've loved the Raiders since that year they won with uh, Del, uh Jack Del Rio <laughs> with Carr. Jack Del Rio. Yeah. Oh, I miss Jack Del Rio, bro. Um, but I, I was on the wrong side of the ball when I said the wide receiver Tyree Kill was going to be MVP. Dude, no um, one expected those pass deflections on the Raiders. Like, oh my that's god! True. I, but I think, dude, instead of giving MVP, I, I feel like we could give MVP to Rugs because he changed their whole offensive complexion. But like Derek Carr, though, who who went what? Who went what? Tell me that first. Well, Ruggs only caught two of the three targets for 118 yards and a touchdown. He stretched the whole field. Carr, 22 for 31, 347 yards and three touchdowns. What did Waller catch, though? Five catches for 48 yards. Ooh, they kind of – they double-teamed it a little bit. So I picked Hill to be MVP. You picked Kelsey. We both thought the Chiefs were going to win. Obviously, everyone. Yeah. Did. But I, I would give it to Rugs or Carr. Who do you think we give it to? Rugs or Rugs, Carr? Let the rookie get it. Let Rugs yeah, have let it. Let the rookie get it. I'm fine with letting Rugs have it. I, Carr's, I, I think he changes oh, their whole. Carr's offense. getting my dog of the week. So, yeah. Rugs is getting my dog of the week. So we'll let him have it. <laughs> All right, moving up. Moving up in the world. Uh, going to um, Carolina ATL. Mm. ATL. ATL, favored by one. ATL. I said, I, I, we both picked it right, I think. Under, under. <laughs> yep, we did. 
<laughs> no wait, no wait, no! I did it again. I said over on fifty four, and it was never, never, never put on the Falcons. Oh no! So Cody got two for two. I got one for two because I did say that Carolina would. Win what do I got to lead them now? Like four, two, two. Okay, <laughs> all right. I just got to hold that lead. I just can't pull ATL. I got to hold the lead. ATL like the Braves on. <laughs> oh my god, and then dude! They got destroyed yesterday. Oh my what, god! What pisses me off the most is like I watched game two <laughs> till seventh inning, sixth inning. Battery hit fifteen percent on phone. I'm like, okay, this was at work. I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I got to turn it off. All of a sudden, I, I get home, and I'm like, what the fuck? I let them score six runs, seven runs in the in the ninth inning? What? And then all of a sudden, typical Atlanta. First record record number, by the way, for most runs scored in an inning in the postseason. 11 runs. The previous record was 10. <laughs> and guess who both teams were? ACL. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to watch them tonight, so they're totally going to lose. It's going to go to game seven until I get to watch them, and they're going to win, I guess. I don't know. When I'm watching them, apparently they do good. I don't know. Dude, I'm rooting for the Braves so hard, bro. Like, I want them to win. Really? Atlanta needs it, bro. Yes. Oh, thank you. Dude, they do. They need it, bro. Like, your Falcons are so bad. Atlanta needs a champion. I've seen so many memes. <laughs> like, oh, my God, Dan Quinn took over in the first inning last week. <laughs> the last game. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, um, on the 54 magic number, you went under. I went over. You got it right. The spread we both got. Um, I would give MVP to the running back for Carolina Davis. Yeah, I'd give it, I'd to, give Davis, it to them, dude. too. And we both got it wrong, <laughs> obviously. Um, so moving yeah, on. I said Julio. Who did you say? Uh, I said Bridgewater. Uh, uh, yeah, Davis gets it over Bridgewater. Davis, yeah. dude. Davis, yeah. yeah. Um, Cincinnati versus Lamar Jackson's Ravens. That was that was that was a uh, no brainer. Dude, the Ravens' defense is more legit than their offense. <laughs> like. Honestly. Even without Earl Thomas? A what? Yeah, dude, the Ravens defense is really good. They're the first team to shut down Burrow, like, completely. He couldn't do anything. And it's because he got sacked seven times, poor guy. But still. Dude, that dude's on record to get sacked 70 times this year. That's be a record. 70? I think it should be more after he got sacked seven times this game. Um... <clears throat> Oh, my God, they only put up 30 points, and I said over on the Magic again. Cody gets it again. Jesus, this week was so low scoring. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, and I got that one wrong, too. I said Baltimore by less than 13. They won by 24. So you got that one as well. Two more point lead now. Oh god! I'm up by four bad. now. Up by four. You're up by a lot now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. You picked AJ Green as your MVP. That was ballsy. Yeah. He had zero catches. Uh, I picked. I picked J.K. Dobbins, bro. He had one carry for thirty-four yards. <laughs> yeah. I guess you went at that. <laughs> no. Um. We're gonna give it to. Uh, I don't know. Patrick Queen. Okay. 
linebacker for the Ravens, dude. He killed, bro. He absolutely the rookie, dude. He's a monster. All right, I'm happy with. I'm cool with that. Patrick Queen is great, dude. I hope he doesn't do anything this week, but like, still, he's he's amazing. Brown's gonna lose. I'm talking about Baltimore. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. They play the Browns this week, right? <laughs> no, the Steelers play the Browns oh, yeah, this that's week. Right, that's right. Dude, every time the Steelers play the Browns, I'm literally in hell because I can't root for my teams. <laughs> and it happens twice a year. I just, I'm like, who do I want you to want win? Watt. Like, you want TJ Watt and Baker. You want T- you want TJ Watt to dude, get the pressure. If TJ Watt touches Baker, Baker's gonna break his ribs. <laughs> Baker's ribs are actually going to break this time with TJ Watt. Like, uh, true announcer, right? Like, major network dude. Like, why do they let this info out? I would not let this info out if I was if I was the GM or the head coach. Why? Because now they're going to target Baker in that midsection. Hello. Dude, the Steelers can get him, oh, too. Oh, TJ Watt's about to break him. Oh, God. What we thought was going to happen to Breeze with Bosa is going to happen to Baker with TJ Watt. Yeah. As Baker too, takes too long on his throws, bro. He's in the system. If, if those system throws, he doesn't actually throw any, like, original throws. All right, what's the next team? Next game. One that we got 100% right, Arizona, New York Jets. We both said the Jets were going to lose by more than seven. They did. We both said under 47. It was 40. MVP. MVP, you said Hopkins. I said Murray, and I think it was Murray, dude. He had 380 passing yards, a touchdown. Then he had 31 rushing yards and a touchdown, dude. He had over 400 yards and two touchdowns. Ooh. Kyler Murray. Okay, I'll give you that one. He definitely needs deserves it. I mean, hundred um, <clears throat> percent. Kyler Murray all day. Um, so what's next? Let's see. Uh, Miami, San Francisco. After we both got that, I haven't been getting a lot right, but I got that game right. Um, oh. Miami, San Francisco. Oh my gosh, we did great. We both got it really? right again. Yeah, we both said over on fifty-one. It was way over. It was like. 60. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and then we both said under San Fran by 9.5, and it was Miami by like 30. <laughs> so we both got both of them right. I did not expect Miami to do that, though. Holy hell. Yeah, um, someone should have made a ballsy bet on that game for yeah, sure. Truth. Cody, can we take some time to appreciate that you've only gotten the first game wrong? Every game since then, you've been a hundred really since the first ge- since Sunday games. Every Sunday game at one o'clock, you got a hundred percent right. Other than the spread on the Texans game, you got a hundred. Take me to Vegas, baby. Take me to Vegas for Dude, five. Dude, you've gotten grand. one wrong all day. Like this That's is what I was saying, bro. I really listened I... to it. I was like, I listened to the predictions. I was like, oh shit, I was right there. I was right there. I was right there. I was like, rumors. Oh, I was like, oh my god, I, I nailed it this week, bro. Uh, MVP. I said Gesicki. I would give it to Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, and you said Kittle, which was yeah. dead wrong, obviously. Uh. 
So I just need to move to Vegas, dude. <laughs> with Swallow. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving with Swallow and never play with him, only play with you. <laughs> uh, okay, next up, Colts Browns. Cody finally got another one. That's because I'm doing you a yeah. favor. I'm doing you a favor. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, so obviously, you picked the Colts to win. I picked Cleveland. Cleveland steamers rolled on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as far as the score, forty-seven. We both said over on that boy, though. So you did get yeah. that right. So keep it rolling on. Uh, MVP picks. <clears throat> I said Kalima Hanta. You said Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. I honestly did. I don't even know who would get MVP in this game. No one showed up. No one. Do we give it to the kick returner? Like, <laughs> I feel like honestly, one of the guys on the Colts, Okariki, might have gone. <laughs> <laughs> the linebacker. I don't know, dude. I, I don't know if I can pick an MVP, yeah, quite honestly. Tight. Maybe Jarvis Landry? Yeah, because he got hurt in the first pass and then came back in the game and made multiple completions after that. Yeah, I'd give it to Jarvis. But here's the thing. Kareem Hunt, 93 total yards and a touchdown. I mean, he was their offense. The, other, the running game, they didn't produce other than Hunt well, yeah, because Chubb's out, so of course. That makes sense. Yeah. So I think we'll give it to Hunt. Because, honestly, I don't know who else to give it to. Landry didn't get a touchdown. All right. All right. Move on. Giants, Dallas. I wonder how we did on this one. Huh. Oh, yes. We must said Dallas by less than eight. Or Giants win. We were right. Yeah. I said over 54, and you said under. Yes, I got it. Boom. Oh, I was gaining. Not by enough, because you did so well. Like, this is absurd. This is freaking ridiculous, dude. This is the best anyone's ever done, I swear. Um, You said CeeDee Lamb for MVP. He I was close, Daniel dude. Jones. He got MVP if Dak stayed in. They kept on running that... that. That wicked ass post route they were running. Ooh. Yeah, but it was Zeke because they just started yeah, hitting I agree. Zeke. Zeke. The Giants are one that can know. It should have been Daniel Jones as the MVP. Honestly, maybe. Yeah, if he would have thrown the game winning. Maybe Devontae Freeman. Like, not as much as I hate to say that, but you gotta give that dude something to fight for. He didn't have anything to fight for once he got that contract. All right, and then uh, we got Vikings, Seattle. Vikings actually dominated that game until a minute and 30 <laughs> seconds of that game. Uh, and then the last minute and 30 seconds as well. The first minute and 30 seconds of the first half, or the, of the second half, and then the last minute and 30 seconds of the second half, sorry, of the second half. The first and last two minutes, basically, of the of the second half are the only time that Seattle did anything. That's um, typical Seattle. The rest of the game, Minnesota. That's typical Seattle, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got the spread right. And uh, the score. 
Fifty. Oh, I'm under on that. Three. Yeah. You didn't. Okay, so you got the spread and I got the score. So right. we split it. Or no, yeah, you got the spread and I got the score. MVP. Did I say Robert Griffin the third? Wait, who is that? Who is this? Griffin? Wait, who did I pick? <laughs> Has been our uh, rubber. Oh, Shaq yeah, Griffin! Been, oh, been. my bad. He had eight tackles, but no. Uh, I give it to DK Metcalf, bro. Who'd I call? You said uh, Jefferson. <sighs> he had three catches okay, and twenty-three yeah. yards. Yeah. Trust me, I know he's on my fantasy team. He lets me down every time I start him. If he's on the bench. He does great. It pisses me off. Keep him on the bench then. <laughs> no, start him, start him, start him. Curse him, curse him because I play him this week. <laughs> curse him because I play <laughs> uh, Okay, Chargers Saints is the last game we picked. We didn't pick the game from yesterday. No, this or is two days ago, thank God. COVID, but I think we would have been yeah. <laughs> pretty right. Well, I think I would have. Yeah. I would have picked the Titans. I would have picked the Titans. Over the Bills? I would have picked the okay, Titans okay, to blow okay. them out. Yeah. I'm thinking you yeah. would have picked Josh Allen with the Bills before this. Oh, God. I'm yeah, you would have picked Bills. I would have picked Titans. I'm glad we didn't pick. I'm, glad we, I'm glad we didn't pick. I'm so embarrassed that we had the Bills ahead of the Titans on the power rankings. We really need to <laughs> fix, right, we'll that. fix that. We'll take it's a break so and fix that after this Chargers-Titans review and total tally. We need to do dogs. Oh, yeah, that's first, right. That's after, right. That's after right. the right. break. <clears throat> so last game real quick, then I'll give the results after the break. So um Chargers Saints. Bullshit um, game. Bullshit game. Emmanuel Sanders should not yeah. get like six catchers in a row. Fuck the Saints. Cheesy I got dirty the, play. The magic number. <laughs> I got the magic number. You didn't. Uh the spread. We both got the spread. We both got the spread. Yeah. So they shouldn't, yeah, they shouldn't Agreed. have won that game. <laughs> Chargers yeah, won that uh, game. Chargers outplayed. Just cheesy-ass bullshit. That was an overtime game. Come on, guys. MVP, Justin Hebert. Oh, that's close. No, you want to give it to Cam Jordan? He had 10 tackles and a half a sack. Almost because their running game wasn't there because their shackles, like. For a D lineman, ten tackles. Who called and a half what? Who called what? Though, dude? You said Cam Jordan. You want to take the win? Well, who'd you call? Or do you want to give it to Mike Williams, dude? Or or, or do you, you want to give it to Hebert? I don't know. I said yeah. Bosa. I guess Cameron Jordan over Bosa, but Hebert Hebert wins wins in every game he plays. Because he, he produces, and he's amazing in every aspect. And he's like, oh, my God, this is a rookie. Oh, my God, this is a rookie. Oh, my God, this dude pulls out some gangster shit. <laughs> Hebert's a gangster, dude. No lie. This dude is a gangster, 110%. This dude pulls off that gangster shit every week. <laughs> Like, oh my god, I'll take the Camber no MVP, even though it doesn't give me an extra point. Uh. No, we're not doing the extra nah. point thing, are we? We just do yeah, the MVP for fun. fun but... 
I'm so sad. You got, dude. Actually, wait, what? You only beat me by one. Oh, I still won though. I still won. Dude, only by one point, bro. All that for a one point win. You went on a streak there for a minute, dude. One point. Dang it, bro. That's so BS. I get the point for the MVP. We tied. No, <laughs> dude, I picked three MVPs, bro. You like give me that extra point. We tied. No, <laughs> nah, motherfucker, you gotta go three and two, or two and three. Two, two okay, three. two and three. Yeah, I gotta make the comeback. <laughs> I gotta make the comeback in every aspect of life. <laughs> oh god, dude, I'm convinced that my fantasy team was cursed. Because I traded away Raheem Moster after I was 2-0. <laughs> and then I just got him back, so I might start winning Dude, again. Um, you got to tell them who you traded away in Living Bill's sons Miami. Come on. Oh, that's true, because I look like a genius. So, so I traded away Raheem Moster after week two for Jabril Peppers, who's a safety. It was a terrible trade. This week, I ended up dropping Jabril Peppers off of my team straight up. Didn't even trade him. Just dropped him. And I was thinking to myself, why, why, when did I ever get Peppers? Why did I ever get Peppers? Well, I traded Raheem Mostert for Peppers. Terrible, terrible decision. So what did I do? I thought up a brilliant, genius plan to get Raheem Mostert back. I traded running back Miles Gaskin for the Dolphins. Tight end Mike Gusecki for the Dolphins. And lineman Jason Pierre-Paul for Tampa the Bay uh, Tamp- yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers for um, Raheem Mostert, running back, San Francisco 49ers, and Blake uh, Jarwin's replacement, uh, Dalton Schultz, starting tight end for Dallas to be my backup to uh, newly acquired TJ Hawkinson. Um, so now the funny, ironic thing that happened today was now Le'Veon Bell could be signed with the Dolphins, stealing Gaskins carries and eliminating his fantasy value. So I am glad I got rid of him while I could, because now <laughs> I don't have to worry about that with bringing mustard, <laughs> but, and, and here's the funniest that part, is. The dude that I traded them to. Could you tell? Could you tell? I feel like you're going to miss uh, the tight end. (sighs) Gusecki, but at the same time, now that Andy Dalton's taking over the Dallas Cowboys, you got a Dallas tight end. He made Eifert look good in Cincinnati. Yeah. Dude, that's what I'm saying. But I picked up Hawkinson. Dude, Hawkinson (sighs) is is Stafford's tight end. Hawkinson's actually better, like, ranked than Gusecki. Do you remember who Hawkinson is? Dude, he's only you 23. Dal- you just said you picked up the Dallas tight end. He- yeah, he's my backup. You might want to start him because, like, you remember how good Andy Dalton used to make effort, uh, effort look? Like, and he ain't look good since We'll see what he, he does. I'll, I'll give him a few games to see. Alright. I'll give him a few Same. games. I'll see what he does. I might, I mean, he might end up being the starter. You're right. I might have got a deal. I might have got the better tight end out of that deal. But, um, all right, guys, we're going to go on an intermission break. This power is, uh, rankings, a long power time, but we rankings, are going to power do our rankings. Oh, dogs yeah. of the week oh, yeah. and then power rankings. And then we'll, we'll sign off for the day. So oh, we'll be back. All right. Yeah, definitely pee break for me. Oh, boy.
Okay. Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? <laughs> dogs of the week time. Hoorah. Who, 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 Oh, God. Yo, I already wrote mine down and I have no repeat offenders this week. Zero repeat offenders. Nice. Former Jets running back signing with Kansas City. Dang it, it just came up. Cody, you were right, buddy. Halfway through the halfway through the broadcast, you got it. Kansas yeah, he, City. The only way he could actually you said he's happy when he wins, and the only yep. way he could do that is eat a big ass piece of humble pie and just take the power back touchdowns over. But that just hurt the fantasy value for Edwards Hilaire. You know that, right? Oh my God! The guy, the guy, and, uh, <laughs> for Mostert, he has Gaskins and Edwards Alaire, dude. Either way, he was gonna lose value. Truth, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Either way, you pull off some good shit. Yeah. Five I should have tried to get Edwards, dude. I should go try to get Edwards Alaire from him now too. <laughs> Maybe. Let's stash Maybe. him for next year. Mm, yeah. I don't. Know. Who knows where Bell goes next year? Yeah. But yeah, that's the only place he's truly going to be happy. All right, so Dogs of the Week. You want to go first or do uh, I go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Quarterback. Oh, my God. I, my, my shit's, like, glitching out on my browser. This is weird. Oh, sorry. Um, go ahead and go through your okay. quarterback. Quarterback is from the Miami Dolphins, scoring 43 points against the yeah, San Francisco 49ers, non-existent hurt defense, Ryan Fitzmagic, 350 yards, three touchdowns, only six incomplete passes, only sacked twice. He had two receivers, borderline 100 yards. Williams had 106. Gusecki had 91. Devontae Parker, 50 and a touchdown. Gaskin, 34 receiving yards for a running back. His other running back, Breida, had 31. And they really didn't get it going on the ground. I don't even think they had 100 rushing yards. But Fitzmagic, he absolutely They didn't have to, dude, because Fitzmagic was killing it, bro. He was killing it. And he deserves Dog of the Week. Agreed. So my Dog of the Week is the underdog. The come. The, no one expected him to win, but he got that dub and ate it. Like, <laughs> okay, Derek Carr. Yo, embarrassment. I just wrote Oakland next to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's Las Vegas, baby. Happens, it, it happens so much this year. Like, it's so. But Derek Carr, dude, like, for 22 for 31, 347 yards, three toddies. That pick early, but he overcame that pick. Because of his defense. But either way, Carr was amazing. Carr did amazing. every pass that Gruden asked him to do. Like, ooh. Ooh, ooh, I want to see this, this this version of the Raiders from now on. I want to see Ruggs, Waller, Ruggs, Waller, Ruggs, Waller, Ruggs, Waller. Ruggs, Waller, baby. And and then you just pounded up their throat ooh, with Josh Jacobs. Jacobs, Jacobs. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's it. good shit. That's good shit. Yeah, this is gonna be work. This is gonna work out. Their offense is legit. Defense is suspect, but their defense rallied in an unbelievable manner against Kansas City. I've never seen a defense rally like that. But I'll get to that later. I got. I got uh one more dog of the week on the defense from them. 
and I yeah. got another dog for them too. So, um, halfback, I got Miles Sanders out of Penn State. Um, here's why though. I'm going to defend myself because I understand that the that the Steelers held him. Dude, he actually that's six number one rush on ten carries. Yeah, he had number six one. yards on ten carries. Okay, six yards on ten carries, other than one run for seventy four yards. But he had two touchdowns. Okay, against the number one rush defense in the NFL, yeah, exactly. like you said, and the number one defense period in the NFL, I believe. So, Miles mm, Sanders, dude. Miles Sanders, dude. Ninety-nine total yards. Actually, he got nineteen receiving as well. So he only touched the ball thirteen tar- times. Ninety-nine yards, two touchdowns. I'm giving him dog of the week. Penn State, Miles Sanders playing in Pittsburgh. They said during the game that he played at that stadium when at halftime when he was a kid because he's a Penn- Pennsylvania boy, born and bred. And he yeah. got his dream playing as an eagle in Pittsburgh in that game. That's good kudos, good kudos, good kudos. But my dog of the week, I'm going to go with the dude. Technically, somebody else in that exact same game should have got dog of the week. But I'm going to go with this, this dude just because he willed the team to win. He carried the team. He whipped the entire team on his back and carried the entire offense to a touchdown. And this is Todd Gurley. He showed every single burst that everyone said he lost. He proved everyone wrong in this game. Yeah. Todd Gurley, 14 carries, 121 yards, and a tutty. I guarantee you, if they would have ran it to Todd Gurley on that goal goal line, that uh, goal line situation, red zone situation, that uh, Matt Ryan threw a pick on, yeah, because I think Matt Ryan was trying to get rid of uh, Dan Quinn because Matt Ryan didn't like him. He's so hard on me. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so I think Gurley was the one that was carrying the team. Like we're talking about an eight point six yard average. This dude showed up in his prime form. He took it to the inside and then cut outside and took it deep every single time. Like, Gurley did good by me. He earned his money in that game. Even though we signed up for cheap. (laughs) But I'm just saying, Gurley carried that team. He carried him, carried him, carried him. All right, uh, wide receiver. I got Chase Claypool from Pittsburgh. Uh, obviously, you, you all know the story about Chase. Uh, 116 total yards, four touchdowns in the game on 10 touches. Uh, he went off finally. Um, he absolutely dominated the game, scored basically all the touchdowns. <laughs> Pittsburgh, he did actually. Every touchdown they scored, <laughs> other than the one Connor touchdown, was Claypool. Really? Um, so yeah, four for Claypool, one for Connor. And that's the one um, I was. I was so close. I was. I knew a Pittsburgh wide receiver was going to go off against that team, but I just picked the wrong dude. Remy would have picked the right dude. And then while I'm on wide receiver, quick, I'll do my other one. Then you can do your two. I'm also just going to throw in uh, Vegas Raiders wide receiver rookie, 21 year old Henry Ruggs, Ruggs, three targets. Two catches, 118 yards, and a touchdown. Absolute monster. Stretches the whole field for that offense. Gives them a completely different look. Just makes that team so much better. Amazing draft pick by them. Just phenomenal, phenomenal player. All right. So, my first wide receiver 
is a dude on a NFC, AFC championship team caliber team. A.J. Brown. Ooh, okay. Seven receptions, 82 yards, and a tutty. He was the only starting receiver in that entire lineup. I don't care about Jonu yep. Smith with two tutties. Nah, nah, nah. I care about A.J. Brown carrying that team to the dub in a 42 to 20 whatever win. Like they <laughs> it was it was really Tannehill, but yeah, yeah but it's just that's, that's my dog of the week is AJ Brown. Like, dude, he, he came back in a good fashion. He's been out, he's been hurt all year. That was his first game, really, of the year. Oh, where he was, yeah, because he had like two weeks of bye week. That's, that's uh... no, he had a knee injury, yeah. he missed it when he when the team was playing. Yeah, but he had two weeks of bye week basically. I'm saying he hasn't played this year. He played week one. He played a few snaps, and that was it. That was his first game this season. Like, period. So he's had, like, a year of a bye week. <laughs> like, the dude's the shit. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, don't argue that, motherfucker. All right. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't discredit my dog with the week. <laughs> Cow flabbit. I was I was enhancing it. I was enhancing it. I was saying he hadn't played this season. <laughs> All right. So my second wide receiver on dog of the week. As much as it hurts me. Oh God. CD Lamb. Oh, okay. Eight receptions, 124 yards. This dude can find the soft spot between the safety and the cover three in the middle. That is a beautiful, great tactic. I don't know where they teach that in college, but that is a pro-level development. He runs a wicked post route. Like, Dak hit him, what, three times for that? I don't know. I was watching Andy Dalton. I think Dak hit him three to four times for that wicked, like, oh, oh, oh. It's like a fake in and then an up and then a post route. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful the way they were able to do it. Like, that's the McCarthy system working out there a little bit. Like, that's where Watchers used to hit hell back in the day. Like, oh, CD Lamb is great. I hate that he's on a garbage team or a bitch ass team, as best the best <laughs> I can say it. Bitch ass team, like the Cowboys. But like CD Lamb impressed me when Dak was in there. When 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 uh the Red Rocket got in there, they went really, really conservative. I don't think he's gonna do it again. So for this week, CD Lamb's gonna get it for me. Well CD Lamb's breaks breaks off a five yard cent route for an 80 yard run. Oh CD Lamb is gonna probably not be as well as he is this week. But yeah, I loved what he did in his route running. Ooh, and Dak and him had some great chemistry in it before his ankle got turned sideways. Ooh, you gotta get out of bounds, Dak. You gotta get out of bounds. You gotta protect yourself, especially in a franchise tag year. You can't do that in a franchise tag year. Come on, bud. Come on. All right, so starting on defense, who's your DL? I know who it is. I know who your DL is. Wait, what about tight end? Oh, I didn't do a tight end. Oh, I didn't do a tight end. We were going to share Travis Kelsey because there were no good tight ends. True. So let's just share Travis Kelsey. So we're going to share two of them? 
Yeah. So we're sharing Travis Kelsey. Read his stats, and then I'll read the other guy's stats that we're sharing. Oh, God, you have me on the spot. We got a fun team. <laughs> they get like eight catches for 108 and a touchdown or something. All right. And stats. Chiefs and Kelsey, eight catches. Yeah, he was leading in the team in catches and leading in the team in yards. How's that a double week though? They lost. Oh, because he he was the only good tight end production wise in the league. <laughs> yeah, Gasecki Waller. Tight ends bad this year. Yeah, it really has been. A, it's sort of five for tight end this year, guys. Dude, speaking of which, the dude that the one dude in fantasy that had Mo Ali Cox just dropped him this week because he had a bad game. Dude, I'm about to pick Mo Ali dude, Cox. Dude, pick up. Mo Ali Cox <laughs> up, dude. Oh my god, that's a stack. Yeah, if he's available next week, I'm totally making oh him. Oh my up. god. Yeah, Rivers yeah. finds him like a lot. Oh my god. Especially Mo Ali Cox is a beast, bro. So what was the trade I saw earlier? It was um It was Aaron Donald or what are you talking about? It was Daniel Daniel Jones or Aaron Donald. One of them went to the Minneapolis Colts, right? I think it was Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald went to the Colts. Um, Matt Ryan went to the San Francisco 49ers. As far as like future trades. It was great. It was great prediction. I liked it. Which I could remember more. But if Aaron Donald goes to the jet to the Colts, ooh, ooh, the, the like Moe Ali Cox is gonna blow up. Yeah. Well, Aaron Donald's my dog of the week. He had four sacks. That's all I need to say about my Pittsburgh boy, Aaron Donald. And your D lineman was Max Crosby. Max Crosby. Because even though his stats don't, don't uh, project it, his quarterback hurries were insane. Every time Mahomes went out of the pocket and rolled out, right? That's because of Crosby. Dude, like, I watched it. Yeah. The only way I could justify his stats, other than, like, uh, he got a sack. For sure. But, like... He should have more. Now that he should have more, he pressured Mahomes out of the pocket. And Mahomes did him magic. And then all of a sudden, like, a Raiders defender was swatting the ball down in that past selection. Beautiful. 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 <laughs> That's how you beat Mahomes, bro. You yeah, get somebody. Agreed. That's what Bosa did. Yeah. Agreed. Like, you just get hit in his face. And that's how you do it, bro. So, 
And that's the thing. Moving on, linebacker, the reason I picked this guy is because he had 14 tackles, 12 solos, and two assists. He is on a losing end of the team, but, like, he studied it up, bro. He had double the tackles of anyone else on the team. Foye Olakun for the Falcons. All right. 12 solos, two assists, 14 total tackles, bro. 14 total tackles. So... He's my dog of the week at linebacker. What do you got for linebacker? Jalen Smith. Oh, Dallas again. Yeah, again. I know. But this dude actually produced, like, after he didn't do nothing for the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, Jalen Smith actually looked out there. He looked the hustle. He, he ran on the run plays. Like, Jalen Smith, I don't want to say he's back. But at the same time, it's like. He's kind of back. He's <laughs> earning his money. I want to put it that way. Yeah. Where's this? Yeah. All right. Uh, Jalen Smith was out there. He, he did his he did his game. He stopped a lot of plays. From hopping out on the Giants. All right, well, I like that. And our last thing we're going to do before we end this episode, and we'll have to run the power rankings another time because this episode's ran way too long. Um, Malcolm Butler is our defensive back. We're sharing yeah, him because of how good of a game I want for him because of how old he is. Dude, but we're sharing him because of he, he had two picks care from Josh Allen stats. and seven tackles, I'm like, it's Malcolm Butler, dude. Malcolm Butler, Malcolm Butler at what age is he? 30 what? 34? 35? Uh, uh, no, he's not that old. He's not that old. He is. The same 30. reason I had even. Xavier Rhodes. 30 Xavier even. Rhodes. Same reason. Same reason. He, Rhodes yeah. is 31, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm like, ooh, I, I love to see the, see the senior quarter, uh, cornerbacks doing some great shit. And Butler did that in this game. Yeah, agreed. 100%. <clears throat> so, Butler is the consensus DB for Dog of the Week. And then our power rankings will actually be our little pre-show for our pay- for our predictions, most likely tomorrow, because we had so many topics to cover today that we, you know, talked about to make this episode run. This is going to be one of our longest episodes. So, we're just going to cut it <laughs> All right. Like right now. I'm cool with that. Um, okay. Um, so do you have anything else to say real quick? Go Raiders. Ooh, go Raiders. <laughs> um, other than that, like, um, it's been a pretty good episode. Um, all right. We'll do our power rankings tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. And then we'll uh, hit up our predictions for week yeah. six. All right. Peace out, guys. Another episode of the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoorah!